It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network podcast show. Featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now, here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. Well, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Ghostfire Media Podcast. It's Randy Pepper alongside Adam Wood and Josh Laston tonight. We are going to have a great show tonight. We've got a lot of guests lined up tonight, so this is going to be awesome. Uh, plus, we've got some other fun stuff to happen as well. So uh, let's just get in and ask uh, how everybody's been doing this week. Um, I saw Adam last night at the race, but how's it going, bud? Uh, it's going great, man. Uh, just trying to get through the work week, trying to figure out some things in life, uh, trying to get some uh, job interviews lined up. Had something potentially great today, so that's always good. Uh, good news. And then uh, soon start filling out my retirement packet so I can get rid of and be done with the military. So it's going to be a wonderful time. <laughs> that's funny you said that. Be done with the military. Just in time to get out of here before somebody sends you over to war, war again, huh? Exactly. It's uh, you know, it's only been uh, just hit my 19 year mark last week, so it's uh, it's been a long journey. Awesome. And Josh, how has your uh, week been going? We know you finished. Uh, last spare month. some details. It's been a very long week. Ready for the weekend. Had a lot of. Uh, Fun racing this week. I love week 13 and I racing, and the fact that they're running street stocks at the figure eight has been an absolute blast. When you can connect. Yes, when you can connect. I have not tried, so I, but you get rated for that, don't you? No, oh, no, this is all straight, just straight mayhem. Okay, awesome. Well, I got to do that. That sounds right up my alley. It turns know. into, after about five laps, literally everyone just trying to wreck the leader. <laughs> and it's sounds a blast. Like, sounds like a party to me, for sure. So uh, we have uh, a lot of stuff happening tonight. Oh, by the way, I'll, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, I have a gig tomorrow night at the Hard Rock, uh, Hard Rock in Daytona. And then I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights on Sunday night, by the way. That's my uh, my agenda for the week. So, but we have a jam packed show tonight. We've got uh, Randy from the IVRL, and he's going to be here and going to tell us, uh, you know, what's going on in the IVRL and and all the other good stuff. And who else do we have tonight? We're supposed to have uh, Brad Slaughter Jr. from Fuel, and our very own Chris Oliver is going to be our guest for uh, the AOLL segment. Awesome. So we also have uh, another segment we're going to add tonight. I'm going to try to stump our uh, host here and see how well they do with uh, some things that I've put together. And that should <laughs> be fun. <laughs> well, so we're just finding you out you how have, well. We don't have Nick here, so it's going to be real easy. Yeah. Yes, it will. <laughs> no, no, no. It's nothing. We have nothing to do with former NASCAR stuff. It's all stuff related to AOL, uh, Fuel, and IVRL. So it's just based around everything we already know. But 
we're going to find out how well we actually do know or how much we do pay attention to a certain thing or, you know, other things. Lord, you're going to murder me and it's going to make everybody hate me. Uh, <laughs> I'm in. It'll be fun. So uh, we're waiting for our first guest to show up here. And I think uh, he's going to show up soon, right? Yeah, he should be here in a few minutes, hopefully. Okay. Uh, hopefully, so, hopefully we don't get stood up. <laughs> I, I will be the first to say, and it's perfect time filler. I love iRacing, but no matter what, anytime they do massive season updates, it never works on the first day. Oh, no. I was gonna, there's I was always something about, wrong. Let's go talk about that. Uh, so as uh, the update has come out, we all know the very first day, Wednesday night, most of us had a cluster of a time trying to get onto the servers. I know Adam was frustrated. Josh, were you? I made it in. You after, made after, it after like forty minutes of trying, though. Don't yes. let a, it wasn't like he he signed on and just went straight in. He he was frustrated for quite a long while before he was able to get in. Well, and what was annoying about it was it was the AOL Sportsman series, and they did a poll at the beginning of the year asking what tracks everybody would want to run. And I recommended Mid-Ohio because it's the closest thing in the sim to a home track that I have. It's one of the few that I've ever run in real life. And, okay, it's one of the most difficult road courses in the sim that's not 30 miles long. <laughs> and that's probably why I... I, I... I didn't care if I made it in or not. Because <laughs> I, I know you guys are good at road court. At least I know you are, Josh. Adam's okay, Adam. I saw I, I'm not really I'm not really that fond of mid Ohio. Uh not in the trucks. I, I could run in something that I actually meant to ride in uh, mid Ohio. Uh but you know, if I made it if that was gonna actually be an official race on Wednesday and I didn't make it in, I would have been like, Oh shucks, I'm glad I got my win the, the week prior and uh I'm already in, I don't have to worry about making this. Right. So But I mean if we from... got a lot of people in there and it was still fun, but yeah, it was an unofficial race and I don't think that they've made a decision if we're gonna skip mid Ohio, which will make me sad. I, how I many uh, drivers I'll, actually made it in? I'll vote I'll vote for you though. Uh to, to do it because I'm not running next Wednesday. I got work, uh, work came up, so I know that I'm automatically going to miss. So if need be, I'll swing the vote to go that way because uh, either way, I'll miss Kansas if we run it or if we don't run it. So, Josh, how many people did show up? And how I want to say we in? had 15 or 16. So not a bad turnout for a road course, even though half the field could not even get in. Yeah, and that's what was most surprising for me is it was well attended and Carl was one of them that made it in and Carl was kind of drunk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, was, he was supposed to be the broadcaster. That's why he's like, oh, I could be drunk and be a broadcaster. You mean so, you don't uh, broadcast drunk? It's hard to produce and be, be maybe if I'm the, just a broadcastee and not the uh, producer slash broadcaster, Trying to figure out uh, multiple screens and try to figure things out, you know, you gotta you gotta have a little bit of a cognizance. So, who actually won the uh, fun race? Uh, it was Teddy Weichel. Who? 
Teddy Weichel. Teddy oh. Weichel. Now he hadn't been racing with us for very long. Correct. We actually had to stop and ask him how to say his name. Probably, it was no more than a month ago. Yeah. I oh. I remember that. It's like I look at that name. I'm like, what does that say? All right, and yeah. he did the perfect thing, and he just said, "It's Weichel, like Michael." And I, I cannot Forget thank that. him enough because <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe it to someone that has zero memory. All right, all right. Well, let's move to our first segment. Our guest is here, Brad Slaughter Jr. Well, he's a member of the Fuel Racing League, so we're going to bring him in, and I'll get to know. Good old Brad Slaughter Jr. Here he is. Hey, Brad. You got hey, it? what's up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? All righty. Well, welcome to the podcast here. We're on episode wonderful number 23. I can't believe we've done 23 episodes so wow. far. I'm not including the fun races that we've had that, you know, we're in place of our podcast. Yeah, that's mostly when I get lazy. <laughs> so, so uh, Brad. Brad, All tell right. us about yourself, yo. What car you race? Uh, what do you do for a living? How old you are? Are you married? All that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, uh, I'm obviously I'm Brad. Uh, I am 25. I race the number 81 uh, Lumar Supra for VRA. Uh, run with uh, Alan Elwood and Cameron Hearn and all them boys. Those are my teammates. Davey, Delante. I got a lot of teammates. Hold on now. Eric, Delante. <laughs> Davey, Matthew, I'm probably forgetting some. I, I love them all. We've become a, a giant family this season, and uh, it's been a, been a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I I really enjoy racing over here with these guys. I uh, in my in my free time, I, I work as a professional window tent guy. That's part of the uh, the Lumar sponsorship. Uh, I tent windows at a uh, Toyota dealership, our local. Toyota dealer, so uh, I work for them, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. There's uh, not a lot to me. I'm a one-man band. Got a girlfriend or whatever going on in life? I, I do. Uh, I have a wonderful girlfriend. She's actually here with me. Uh, she's somewhere roaming around with our dog right now, my, uh, my puppy Bristol. Um, and, Named uh, after yeah. her track. What do you know? Uh, that's right. That's right. I told her it was either going to be a, a Charlotte or a, if it was a girl or Bristol. Um I probably, if it would have been a boy, I could have went with Dega too, but Dega just sounded, I mean, I'm from Georgia, but that's just a little too redneck for me. I, I was uh, going to say the same <laughs> thing, man. I was like, that is full on redneck. Which dog name? <laughs> I'm cool with it, but uh, that was a little bit too much for me. So I thought Bristol was a good, here he is. He just come here now. I'm trying to get my camera working. I don't know what my camera's doing. I, don't know, I thought I was going to have that ready for y'all, but it's just not wanting to cooperate tonight. Now we wish you had a camera. We hate it when people do not have cameras. I know, dude. I hate it too. I watch I watch the podcast and then like I want to see I can't I think Cameron didn't have a camera and I was getting mad at him and now <laughs> now you're now that I guy. can't now I'm that guy. I don't know why it's not working. And don't feel bad. At least it was it's that it's not working rather than I just don't have one. Cause with our modern world, everybody needs their cameras for some reason. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to chat with that girl on the other end? You know, that, that channel you go in with those girls and she's going to, no, never mind. Sorry. No, enough about my wrong podcast. Life. Wrong podcast. There's a reason why the door shut in Randy's room. So the wife doesn't hear him. I get my door shut every once in a while too. Don't feel bad, man. 
<laughs> I know when I'm being too loud when my door gets shut. All right, so uh, you guys actually run with him and uh, broadcast for him. So you guys ask him all these questions because I don't broadcast or run in fuel. So I don't know much about you, dude, other than just to watch you on uh, some of the races. So I'm going to hand it over to Adam or Josh. All right, man. So uh, how long have you been running in the fuel racing league? So this is my second year in Premier. Uh, I ran Premier last season, ran the full season, uh, did Sportsman in the in the off season, our little bit of downtime we had. And then uh, this is my second full year uh, running over here with these guys. Gotcha. How well did you do in the first season? Uh, I've honestly, man, it's, it's funny. Me and Alan have been having that conversation. Just, I've, I've just had a lot of, uh, growing pains over here. We actually came from a, um, a different league that maybe not as much talent, uh, as the league that we're in now is over here in fuel. And I'll say, I mean, I just had a, a lot easier time finding my way to victory lane, um, in these other races. And ever since we've come over here, man, I've just had a tough time, whether it be bad luck or just getting flat out outrun. Um, I just, it's just been a, been a struggle for me. I, um, I, I want to, but it, it's all, it's honestly, it's been a lot of fun to, uh, to see that and, and, and try to get better and try to get faster and be more consistent. Um, you know, Alan and Cameron and these guys really, uh, really push you, especially being teammates with them. Uh, and you're running fixed setup. So seeing these guys being two, two tenths faster than you, when you show up every week, kind of, uh, kind of gets to you every once in a while. So it makes you just want to, makes you want to get better and, uh, you know, put in the work and put in the practice and, and beat these guys. So I have to ask, since you do have such a large team, it's kind of a two-parter. A, do you guys have to use push to talk in your race chat? <laughs> uh, we probably should. <laughs> there are, uh, there've been times this year, like I was saying, you know, we've grown, uh, we've grown exponentially this season. Um, when we came over, I think it was really, uh, maybe we had like four or five of us on a regular night. And now I, th I feel like we've got about 10 and 10 or so in there. Um, so there's been times this year where I've just had to reach over and hit the mute button and, and just drive. And, uh, when the caution comes out, I'll, I'll reach over and unmute it. But yeah, it, it gets, uh, it can get loud, especially when we, uh, we, we get all riled up and we get excited. Uh, it can definitely become a, uh, sounds like an auction house in there. <laughs> So are you guys a very helpful team with one another or are you a little more uh, cutthroat? Uh, it probably depends on what kind of mood we're in that night. I think uh, I think we've got a lot of our team that, that play a pivotal role um, certain nights. Like I know for one thing, like for Eric, Eric is uh, he's a really good teammate as far as uh like the strategy side of it and all that stuff goes um he he really uh i feel like he kind of keeps us on top of that stuff when we get i'll I get sidetracked sometimes just you know in the in the rhythm of the race and just running laps and not really paying attention to the strategy and stuff and eric always is kind of keeping us in check saying you know when we need to pit need to be watching our fuel mileage what our pit window is looking like uh i think he runs a lot of the uh a lot of the telemetry a lot of the info and stuff like that 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 gives you that information so he's he's awesome to have on the team. Uh, Delonte is kind of the same way. Delonte is uh, on the on the strategy side a lot of the times. And then, like I said, I mean, just being able to lean on uh, Alan and Cameron and those guys for for just raw speed advice is is also uh, extremely helpful. So I, I think a lot of our guys we've we've got guys that uh, play play really big roles 
and um, make the team uh, make the team work the dream work. I mean, honestly, it's been just absolutely amazing to watch because it really seems like you there's always someone on your team winning this season. <laughs> yeah, if they're not winning, they're dominating. So, I mean, you know, we've seen so many different teams up there. But, I mean, your team is consistently up there every single week. And, I mean, you have a large team, so it kind of helps out, uh, to, you know, the factors in on numbers and percentage-wise of you guys being up there. But, you know, uh, but it just shows that you guys have a strong team that you guys kind of work together enough to kind of make it stronger every week. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, – I think there was one point in the race this past weekend, I mean, we were like, uh, I think, four of the top eight. I mean, we're normally – like half of the top 10 uh any given weekend and it's it can be fun and then again like we had a situation this past weekend where uh there was so many of us racing so closely together we went into turn three cameron kind of locked up his brakes a little bit spun up in front of me and ended up taking out about three team cars in one wreck <laughs> so uh it, it can go both ways we can uh we could all be up front running together winning one two three or we could all be wrecking and we all end up in the same wreck so uh, it definitely, uh, it goes both ways. It has its ups and its downs, but, uh, I, I've had a lot of fun with these boys, man. We've got an awesome group. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, the camaraderie and, and again, like I said, everybody just plays a part. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun with these guys. Well, we got our, uh, good old buddy, Justin Anderson. He's out here. He's always commenting. He said that you're a great driver and he comes from, uh, when you're one of the Saturday morning leagues. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. I try to, uh, I try to, you know, like I said, I, I've, I've been not as, uh, not as consistent as I usually am over here on the fuel side. It's been a struggle. I think the B car honestly has uh, been my Achilles heel. I, I've come from doing a lot of leagues in the ARCA car and the, um, and in the truck. And I really feel comfortable in the ARCA car and the B car is just probably not that it's not my, not my favorite or not that I don't like it, but it uh I struggle with it sometimes as far as the tire saving and uh the the braking and stuff like that. So um I, I try to be as clean and consistent as I can. I feel like a lot of times I have a lot of uh raw speed or I'll have uh you know one lap speed, but I just I struggle on putting the long run stuff together sometimes and that's uh that's what I want to get better at. Yeah, I mean so, I, I, I sit there and go through uh the the class B, the expanity. I I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I'll go out there and race in them and do whatever I have to. But if I had a choice, uh, I'd run either the cup or the trucks. I think those two are very great balances of it. And I think the just the Xfinity car is a whole other beast. And uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not that fond of driving it. Yeah, it, like I said, the horsepower is the uh, is the grab for me. I, I, honestly, I, I love the the high horsepower and the low downforce. But for some reason, I just, I just struggle in that car man i uh, i wish i was better i wish i was i could when i grow up i want to be like cameron hearn but uh you know one of these one of these days we'll get it figured out yeah i'm actually a huge fan of the b car personally i've never i haven't forced myself because all the leagues that i've run in it's arca or the truck so I haven't really forced myself to spend the time to learn the cup car to where this is just, it's a little bit faster than the truck, but it's not as unruly in my opinion as the cup car. 
Yeah, absolutely. You get that off throttle time. That's that's the one thing that you really miss with the cup car and the truck now is the the off throttle, and you get that with the B car. It's, I mean, it can be nice. Like I I really enjoyed it uh, this past weekend at Wilkesboro. It was I mean that was a ton of fun. I was I was fast in practice, and I was honestly feeling pretty good about the race. And then the race started, and then if, you know we're just all kind of running the same speed. It's tough to pass. But I mean, I, I really enjoy that car at like short tracks and stuff like that, where you do have to manage the horsepower. But for some reason, man, I just have struggled this year with the, the tire wear, I feel like, and, uh, and learning how to manage that. Not that I'm even really pushing that hard. Just, uh, just doesn't seem to work out for me on the long runs, but they're a ton of fun to drive. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't say they're not fun. I'd be lying to you. Uh, I probably wouldn't show up every week if I wasn't having fun some, some way, but, um, yeah, I, Oh, I thought that was my camera trying to cut on. <laughs> I was about to say. No, it was me. <laughs> Sorry. I he thought was getting was just yelled gonna... at by his wife for the last comment. <laughs> no, I was switching microphones. I was going back to my regular mic because I was hating that thing because it was actually making noise while I was just sitting here. So I was uh, like, ah, the hell with this. I'm going back to the sure. We didn't hear it, but <laughs> I did. if you're hearing it, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. You know how picky I am. Yeah, I, I think the my only thing, I haven't drove the, you know, Class B Xfinity cars in a while. I think, you know, the season I did last year, I think with just the iRacing default setups that they had, it, they were just always so tight and the car just pushed like crazy. And then as the runs came on, it just, it just continued to push and push. And that was kind of like my only gripe. So being able to have a little bit free of a vehicle like the trucks, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to like that one a little bit better for the default setups. And I haven't really run in a you know leak that throw out custom setups for a week that would actually kind of free the Xfinity cars up to where they would actually uh, drive a little bit better, in my opinion. Yeah, and I actually love that idea. We um we had some of those discussions. We went to some track. I'm not I'm not recalling exactly which track it was, but we went to a, one of those one-off tracks that didn't have a setup for the Xfinity car at that particular USA. track. USA. That's right. And man, I was, I was gonna just bring that one up because man, I was just hoping we could have got some. I mean, all we had to do was go in there, spend about five to ten minutes, and and just change the gear ratio up or something. I mean, it was. I mean, we we could have been. It could have been such a much better race. And uh, USA was a struggle, man. It was the the set. I don't think we think we might have ran the Richmond setup, I believe. <laughs> and and overall, I mean, in the corners it wasn't terrible, but the gearing on it was what made it an absolute dump truck. Uh, the, they had a really long fourth gear, so when we got back on the gas, I mean, it just plowed to the wall, and uh, made that made that race a little tougher than it probably had to be. But yeah, I would I would love. I actually recommended that. Just kind of maybe we tweak a setup. You know, if we don't have a setup for the, the, that particular track, we just tweak it a little bit. I but, thought uh, the race actually wasn't that bad to watch per se. Yeah, right? no, I, and I went back and watched it, and it actually looked it did look like a good race. Yeah, I I actually I was in the booth that night. But I jumped into the practice and I had an absolute blast because those are the kinds of setups that I absolutely love that you have to be so careful coming off the throttle. That's what I love in a, any of the cars is I actually pride myself on my throttle control. Yeah. My pit absolutely. entry, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, Josh, by the way, that track does not exist anymore. I know. Was that USA? Point, yeah, USA. It doesn't oh. exist anymore. It was torn oh, down years ago. It, was made, it made room for a shopping mall for that. Seems like that's what they're doing with all the racetracks nowadays. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Unfortunately. 
Yep, it is. I didn't know that. That's uh, that's actually something I just learned tonight. I didn't know that track didn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's been quite a few years. Actually, it was tore down. I mean, it's been probably eight years, something like that. that I enjoy, I enjoy the, I enjoy the dirt, uh, the dirt rendition of that track as well. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's unfortunate. It's not there. Definitely. I haven't run it in dirt, and I've, I just now got my uh <laughs> a licenses in both uh road and oval and i was just about to start trying to work up my dirt licenses because it's tough man it's tough these guys like i don't know like a lot i guess there's there's this whole other world of like dirt racers that just come on here and they just they get it like kind of like how we get asphalt racing it's crazy because like i go over there went into their world either at all oh no oh no (laughs) dude i mean i've been yelled at so many because like apparently i don't understand like when you go into a corner in a dirt car like what is considered your line like where i'm supposed to be compared to like where everybody else is supposed to be so like i'll go into the corner and i'm like okay well i'll stay on the bottom and this guy's gonna drive in like I mean, they just, they drive in against the wall and then like, you'll just, you get cleaned out by somebody and they start yelling at you. And I'm like, what? I thought I was in my lane. And they're like, <laughs> no, you're not. What are you doing? I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to just go, go to the dirt track on Saturday night. I'll go to the local dirt track and watch. And then I'll just, I'll sit in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't hardly ever try to run dirt. If, like... if you want to have a good one, you go to the lower sprint cars, the, uh, I forgot the the name, the numbers for it, but it's the lowest number. Uh, oh, the 305s? The 305s. Those things are a blast. You can basically go full throttle and put it put that thing anywhere you want on mostly any track. Uh, if you want to learn dirt, that's the easiest one you can go through. Uh, I love doing that one. Uh, I didn't like the street stock at all. Uh, the big block modifieds, are they're actually pretty fun to drive. They're closer to the sprints than the late models. I'm going to have to actually... try the 305s. Yeah, and I I have ran those before, and I actually was gonna say I downloaded the the non wing the midget. Oh yeah. And after driving that for a few minutes, I quickly realized the people that drive those in real life are out of their minds, <laughs> out of their minds. That if that drives anything like it does in real life, those are death traps with four wheels. I mean those things, but it was so much fun, man. I can't imagine what. I mean, that's like 900 horsepower, I think, just right there, right underneath you. Uh, and the weight to power ratio is just unbelievable. So I, I, can't, I can't believe those guys strap into cars like that. Oh, man. Yeah, they're crazy. Oh, hey, so next Monday, we're going to Kansas. So what's your feeling nope. about that? Yeah, we are. It's Kansas. We thought it? It was, we thought it was Red Bull Ring, but it is Kansas. Oh, yes. Yep. Get another yep. week before that one happens. Yep, I, I went ahead and, and purchased Red Bull the other day, so we're going to go ahead and start getting some testing going over there and learning that track. But yeah, we're going to Kansas this week. Uh, obviously, I think everybody is kind of under the assumption it's going to be a, a one-groove, kind of up-against-the-wall kind of deal. And I, I told the guys, I was like, it could be one-groove if you want it to be, but you obviously, I mean, you really can uh, pull off some pretty nice slide jobs uh, at Kansas. You just have to, have to again, like Will was saying, you have to be good on the, the throttle control. Um and and just you have to you got to be careful because i've done some i've done races at kansas before and and the uh the wall obviously you have to run the wall and it's so easy to just overdrive it just a little bit and you're in the wall and your race is done you get a little bit of damage in that b car and it really uh it, you'll pay the price for it 
So I'm excited to get there because I enjoy ripping the wall. Um, and I'm hoping that the bottom lane will come in. It can be viable in some sort of fashion, even if it is just for slide jobs. Um, but I've always enjoyed running Kansas. I, I don't know if I've ever actually won a race there, but I know I've been uh, fairly competitive. So I, I am excited to get there. If you know, I'll uh, I'll sit down with Alan and Cameron and uh, Davey and the boys sometime this week. We'll get a we'll get a test session going and try to jump in there and get a couple laps in and get comfortable. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm ready to get going. I, like I said, I really enjoy running this league, so uh, I'm ready to, to rack these races up pretty much right after we get done with them on Monday nights. I'm ready to go again. I, I really enjoy running with these guys. Hey, Brad, what's, what do you think your biggest accomplishment on iRacing has been since you started? On iRacing? Wow, that's actually a really good question. Um, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the e-racer events. Um that Landon Castle and Parker Kligerman put on. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so they do the Firecracker 400 and the Carnomaly 500. Um, and I, I signed up for the the inaugural Firecracker 400 and actually was able to make it through all the, the prelims and the qualifying and made it into the big race. And I, I've got to say, that's probably my, um, my, my feather in my cap so far. It's just the fact that I was able to make that race. Um, I got to race along my hero. I mean, I'm I'm sitting in a room right now. I wish my camera worked, but I mean, I'm surrounded by Budweiser eight gear right now. Um, and I got to race. I literally started on almost the exact same row as Dale Jr. We started, I think, 42nd and 43rd um, in the in the Firecracker, and it just just getting to do that. I mean, Parker and Landon, I got to meet those guys and got to sit down in Discord and and chat with them like I'm talking to you guys. I mean, they're just such awesome, down to earth people. Um, and I've met Landon in real life before too, at the racetrack, just, just getting to sit down with those guys and be a part of something like that, man. There was so much hype, um, so much buildup and they did a really good job with that. Um, especially with the quarantine and everybody was kind of stuck at home. Um, it was just a really cool event for the sim racing community. Uh, I believe it was the biggest prize pool race outside of a, outside of a Coke series race ever. Um, it was for a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. No, I think the firecracker was only, I think it was, I think firecracker was 10,000 and then the Conomaly was 12,500. Okay. Um, Coke series was a hundred thousand last year. I think this year it's gone up to 300,000. Wow. I don't know if we'll, I don't, I don't know if we'll touch that with our, uh, with our little sponsorship dollars, but maybe one day they'll, they'll get to that point. But, um, it's just such a cool thing they've got going on, man. Just, to uh, to, to be able to sanction, uh, to put the time in to, to make that stuff happen. Like y'all know, I mean, doing broadcasts and stuff like that, you have to put so much time into it to, uh, to make everything right. And I can't imagine what those guys went through trying to corral 500 drivers and, and set the splits and, and make everything run as smoothly as they did. And they've done it again. I mean, they just had the second firecracker this year. Again, I was able to make the, I did not make the, the firecracker this year. Um, I actually had some internet connection issues that, um, uh, stopped me from doing that. And, uh, but I made the Carnomaly. I, I, it's hard to say which one of those, again, I'm probably going to lean towards firecracker as being my, my, uh, most proud accomplishment. Um, but those are just, I mean, both, I mean, regardless of the race, I'm, I'm honored to be in anything that those guys put on. Um, so I'd have to say that's, that's probably my, my biggest accomplishment. I did, I did win a moon car race this week. I don't know if anybody here is familiar with moon car. Nope. Um, what the heck is nope. a moon car? So moon car is, uh, it's just some like hosted races that uh, his name is Travis Brown. Uh, they call him Moonhead. 
he's got a Twitch channel that uh, it actually draws higher viewership than the Coke races for uh, for his race. I mean, I'm talking about he's just putting on a race in the middle of the week on a, like a random weeknight. Like I'm sure there's probably a couple tonight. Um, let's see. Yeah, session at 11 o'clock. They're running super late models at Daytona. So he just kind of puts together some oddball car and track combos. And uh, they're normally pretty fun. Like they put on some really, it's it's just really good content. Um, it's not taken very seriously. I mean, obviously they don't want people in there just intentionally wrecking folks, but um, they try to let everybody kind of let loose and and be be wild and and make brash moves. But uh, a lot of the guys that are in there are super talented. I mean, they can make these crazy moves and pull it off, and it puts on a heck of a show. I mean, I've always, always loved watching them, and uh, I was finally able to, I got the chance to get in, get in, it's uh, like a league portal you have to get into, so I was finally able to uh, to work my way into there and got to race, and I, I won my first race in there this week, so um, pretty proud of that. I got a lot of, uh, I got more congratulations on that, I think, than I have anything I've ever done on iRacing, so <laughs> uh, it, was, cool. it, was, it was really cool, yeah. We're going to def- definitely have to check that out, guys. Uh, that sounds like something's perfect for uh, Nick. What do you think? Uh, I don't think he'd have the patience for it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, man. It, I, I it was said, kind of a sarcastic there, there <laughs> <and> Nick. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be live tonight at eleven. Uh, it'd be Moonhead on Twitch. So if y'all want to, if y'all want to check that out, it's always. I mean, it's pure comedy. I mean, the guy, the guy calling it is. Uh, he's a nut too. He's he's a uh, he's loud, as as some people would say. He uh, he'll get up on the chip and and get excited. Uh, I think one one day last week they ran Talladega in the Arca car, but instead of taking the front stretch, you had to go down pit road every lap. So like the whole field would come off of turn four and go down pit road and take pit road for the front stretch at Talladega. <laughs> and then they would like every time people would hit the line, they would just clear black flags every lap. It was incredible. I mean, it's just it's incredible. It's so so much fun to watch, fun to be a part of. So and highly recommend. It was like the uh, All Star race. Oh yeah, yeah, man. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot like that actually. And man, I felt bad. I felt bad about the All Star race because I know somebody here picked me to win, and I didn't win, and I felt like I really let people down. I'm not <laughs> I'm gonna pretty lie. Pretty sure that was me. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I really was. It's only trying. because we aren't allowed to pick ourselves. <laughs> man, I put in so much practice for that thing. Man, I was so confident. And, uh, I accidentally left the session. So I ran, I got in there, I practiced some, some laps. I knew where my pit box was and I, I left the session to go do more test laps while other guys were making their runs. And then when I loaded back into the room, it changed my pit box. Well, I didn't know that it changed my pit box until I went out and did my lap and I came down pit road and I stopped in my normal box and my pit crew was about three more boxes down. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no. And it ruined my whole run. I was like, well, I just let somebody down. I don't know who. I couldn't remember who it was, but I knew I let somebody down. I uh, I felt terrible about that. But that was a that was a really cool event. I really enjoyed. Uh, I just enjoyed practicing for that event. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it most just because, as any of these guys will tell you, I'm really good at speeding on pit road. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, and I yeah, was allowed I to do it for once. Yeah, yeah I was you really glad. Shot yours. I was glad Denny Hamlin wasn't in our race because I knew he probably would have won it. <laughs> Oh man, I, you know I don't know. He he's pretty good at eye racing, but he uh, he's not as good as a lot of us. I don't think until his kid nah. turns off the TV. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Where's the remote? 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. So, you know, we do our thing here on Ghostfire Media during the podcast. We ask, who do you think will win next week at Kansas? You can't pick yourself. Can't pick myself. Uh, honestly, man, we're, I, I've seen the guy. I've, uh, I've spotted for the guy at this track before. Um, and I, I, if I had to guess, he's going to be the one to beat again. I've got to go with Cameron Hearn. I mean, the guy's just fast, man. I, I don't know how he does it. Uh, the guy's just quick everywhere. I mean, it doesn't matter where we're at. The guy's just, he's on it. Allen is always right there on his heels, uh, if not in front of him. Um, but those two guys are the rabbit uh, that I feel like I'm chasing every week. So uh, this week, Kansas, car. the Blippy car. That's absolutely right, man. His, uh, his little boy loves Blippy. So uh, got, got Blippy on the car. Alan Elwood. Also, let me give Alan a shout out for hooking us up with some beautiful paint schemes. He uh, he puts in a lot of work uh, painting every car for everybody on our team pretty much. I think I actually did my throwback car. But other than that, Alan's painted pretty much every car I've driven for the last uh, probably three calendar years. Um, and, and he does some, I mean, incredible work and it's, you think like the guy's going to run out of designs eventually. Right. And then he just comes out with another, another, I mean, you just never would think that he whip, whip something up like that. And, uh, so I just want to give a shout out to Alan. I really appreciate, uh, what he does for us and, and, uh, being our team owner and also being our full-time paint guy, um, does a great job with the graphics and everything too, for, uh, for fuel and stuff like that. So he's, uh, he, he's our guy. That's our, that's our painter. That's my painter right there. He's half the league's painter, if not more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between him and Stroll, I don't, I don't know if anybody else is doing any paint work around here. I do my own out of laziness. Yeah. I, I decided I, I wanted to to do something on my own, so I actually did my uh, my Darlington car. I did my Grey Ghost throwback, and uh, I think Alan was just glad he didn't have to he didn't have to bother with that. And I I saved him a little bit of work that week because I know he was real busy trying to get everybody else's cars done. Uh, before the race came around so but, i mean he is just uh he's just consistent as they come as far as putting out beautiful work yeah there's no denying it it's my fa- it's one of my favorite parts when i'm in the booth because i don't ever get to race anymore because me actually <laughs> broadcasting's more fun because god everybody in fuel is so much better than me <laughs> so much better than me and you always but, leave broadcasting with a happy face for the, for the most part. I've never been really pissed off. I've been like tired and like, holy crap, it's 11 o'clock at night and I've just got done like, you know, 182 laps at Darlington. Uh, so, yeah. but, uh, but I'm <laughs> always in a good mood. To that one. <laughs> I, you, one thing, when I get done broadcasting, the, the one thing I always have to do is I got pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're always in a pretty good mood when the races are over. We don't we don't really have too much controversy or anything out there, you know. We're pretty we're a pretty quiet group of guys. Yeah, but you get those those moments whenever you're like, man, I could have got this or it didn't go your way, and broadcasting kind of always goes your way, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you can't say that. I think we've had a couple hiccups uh, this season with uh, fuel. Exactly. Yeah. Has been the, the most of the hiccups. I, I, yeah. There's I have, a reason why I started being the one to actually do the broadcasting. I have no clue. So fuel is like the bane of my side when it comes to broadcasting for equipment or technical issues. Uh, was it this past or Monday before last in the middle of the broadcast? Uh, it was with all the storms happening. Uh, my power blips out and comes back on right away. Uh, we've had 
I don't know. I've never, I've never once dropped a broadcast in the little over a year or so since I've been broadcasting everything. And yeah, this field, nope. It's like one of those like unlucky charms for me. Yeah, you you have that sometimes, man. We I have a lot of internet uh, connection issues that have been then just popping up sporadically here at, uh, around my place. So some of them gremlins, man, you really just can't do nothing about. Technology is going to do its thing sometimes. It only happens Mondays nights, so Thursday nights and uh, Friday nights. I have never had a problem. <laughs> That's bizarre. I don't, I don't understand why that happens just on Monday nights with you. I get I blamed knocked off it. because of the lightning storms we have here in Florida. I get knocked off of quite a bit, but I, I blame Adam for having way too expensive and fast of RAM. <laughs> Four thousand megahertz. Come on, who actually has that? Oh, that's what I've been looking at. I was actually looking at some uh, some four thousand DDR. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know do if it, I don't know if it truly helps me, but hey, why not? <laughs> You better, better go for it. Yeah, better to know you got it than you don't. I mean, hey, oh, it's a good, it's a good jump from thirty-two to four. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think thirty-two is what I'm rocking right now. I'm, I'm getting ready to put a new building together myself. Thirty-six all the way. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm cheap. Well, I mean, Twenty-six I'm, right here. I'm actually, going all there out is actually mic. a good chance, Randy. Yours is twenty-six. <laughs> I, I'm probably yeah. I would say it's probably is something like that. It, you know, I've got ancient technology, even though it was built a year ago. But you know, building on a budget is what you get. Same. Uh, just saying. All righty, man. Hey, man. It was a blast to have you on here tonight. We appreciate you being able to come out and let the league know who you are let the viewers know who you are so when we race and see on this monday night at kansas everybody like hey i know that guy I remember his being on the podcast yeah and i appreciate you guys having me on i've been uh been kind of looking forward to this i was hoping this was going to come around uh sooner or later so it's nice to finally uh, get in here with you guys and, and get to chat uh, and I appreciate what you guys are doing for us, man. I, I love going back and watching the broadcast every week. And uh, that's the first thing I do when I get to work on Tuesdays is pop the broadcast up on my little computer at work and kind of kind of go through and, and see uh, see how it looked on there. So, yeah, I appreciate what you guys are doing and, and uh, pre appreciate y'all doing this. I encourage you to watch some of the other broadcasts, too, some of the other leagues to hear you know different broadcasters because we have different guys that work different nights. Uh so you get to hear some of the rest of us. I, uh, myself and Adam do uh, Thursday nights. Me and Nick work on Tuesday nights, and and uh, you know we have uh, nights Carl does Wednesday nights, and you know Josh is on Sunday sometimes with, with uh, Carl. Most with of the Carl, time so. with Carl, and then yeah, but... so yeah, watch some of the other ones and see what you think. The rest of us. Yeah, so. I actually do. I actually do uh, tune in every once in a while. Is it the AOLL? I Great. think, uh, yeah. So I flip that one on. Uh, when I see y'all go live, I always try to, uh, I always try to click on y'all and, and see what y'all got going on. There's a, is it a, I think a butt kicker. There's a butt kicker yeah. Yeah, sponsor that's one. one. Yeah, that's the one me and Nick do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I've actually watched some of y'all. Yeah, I've actually watched some of y'all's too. I Good. try to click on uh every once in a while and uh and see what y'all got going on. I was actually doing that before uh before y'all came on to fuel. Uh, I was just trying to get acquainted to y'all and just kind of see how y'all do business. So yeah, I, I I click in there. I flip in in there and check Good. in on y'all every once in a while. Hopefully, Good. you haven't watched too many of the TNT races because you get to hear very very angry interviews. Actually, no, I'm. <laughs> No, I feel like I'm one of the more calm people that they end up talking to, and 
despite the fact that I people give me the tip. You could have got a couple of us in the booth after the uh, after the USA race. I'm sure you could have got some good angry interviews then. <laughs> oh, that one was way too long. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. Honestly, I think I, there may have been a few jokes throughout that process with that broadcast because USA is known for those kinds of races in any league I've watched run. It's just the right size to everyone wants to go fast, but it's still too difficult to be treated that way. Oh yeah, it's definitely still a short track. That's uh, that's no doubt. I I had a rough. I was joking about it because I had a rough night myself. I got myself into some trouble that night. But I mean, you'll get that at these short tracks, huh? Mm-hmm. But again, man, I, I I appreciate you guys having me on here, man. This is a uh, this is really cool that y'all take the time to uh, to put this together and and put all this work into it. So appreciate you guys a lot. Thanks for coming on, man. We do appreciate it very much. Absolutely. And good luck this week. Have a good Thank night. you. Yep. Yep. Y'all too. All right. All right. Now, who we got now? What we got going on? Huh? huh? Come on, producer. So, uh, Randy uh, Henshaw reached out and said he's uh, still trying to wrangle his kids and try to get them to bed. Uh, he's a one one stop shop with his kids, uh, trying to take care of that. So, I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to get him tonight. So, we'll just uh, go ahead and dive deep into the world of IVRLs. Not much to talk about. We went to Richmond. It was a horrible race, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was not a horrible race. Uh, it was a terrible, terrible race. Only for you, it was not. I mean, for uh, one guy, Joseph Causey, uh, it was a good race for him. You know, which a lot of times is. But, you know, IVRL, IVRL race was not that bad. Um, you, yes, it was. You and uh, Derek Schilling. Oh, Derek didn't have a good night at that, all. That's two back-to-back DNFs. Actually, I think uh, that's two back-to-back DNFs for both Harvey and Derek. And uh, I know Derek was probably going to hope and have a good night coming off of his win last Thursday night uh, in the AOL TNT series. So, you know, he was looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, just bad. I think he came off the corner and just smacked the wall or something to that effect. I can't remember exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, he was unable to, you know, get a DNF. So he's right above the cut line. Uh, so next week we'll be heading to Bristol, and it's our cut race where we'll be going from the round of 16 to the round of 12. So Yeah, uh, and, you know, Jaden Gimble was not there this week. Or Michael we Payne. Kind of, or Michael Payne. And not having those guys there is going to definitely help a couple guys make their way into the playoffs just because they weren't there. And uh, so – that's a good thing for some people and bad for them for sure. But yeah, Joseph Causey again, just, uh, we were wondering how long it would take him to actually, uh, win a race in the playoffs. And he won second race, you know, Greg Holt won the first one. He, he's won the second one. So, um, team Tito still continues to dominate, uh, even though it's the, uh, playoffs now. So, who will win next week? That's the big question. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I, I'm, you know, talking with the, quite a few drivers that, you know, we all unofficial teammates and everything. So we're going over the points. Uh, we're trying to take care of everything and uh, figure out what do we have to do to get, you know, the last two, uh, two guys really in. Like uh, me and Charles are sitting at something 95 and, uh, or he's sitting at 95 
96 and I'm sitting at 95 and Patrick Gaspar's tied with Charles Jurek at uh with 96 and we're about 53 54 points above the cut line so we figure if we just start the race with the amount of people that are showing up we're automatically through just by starting the race but uh Charles has to stay in front of Gimbal basically or right behind him in every stage in the final race I mean he's really the cut line and uh we got harvey harvey abrams he basically he kind of just has to start but i think he has to you know pick up just a few points during each stage but i mean that that make that means uh jaden gimbal's got to basically win each stage and get you know win the overall race to make all these uh you know point calculations work to, in his favor to win and move on and take over. Same thing. With, I mean, you know, uh, Derek has to show up as well and, and win a race. Otherwise, he's he's done for sure. Yeah, he's it's just a right above the cut line. He's at like a 17 points up. So he's got to stay, you know, ma- maintain a 17-point balance between him and Jaden. So uh, yeah. we have the league owner. Uh, Randy Henshaw is in the lounge. So... Let's go ahead and try to bring him in uh, and talk about what's IVRL's doing. Hey, Randy, you got a copy? Breaker one nine, Randy, you hear me? Ten four, you got me. Ten four. How's looking back the other way? <laughs> you throwing them off there, Randy? I know. <laughs> There's a bear at uh, mile marker 424 uh, taking pictures in the middle of the road. He's getting the camera on there. Yeah, hey, there up, we guys? go. Sorry, I was messing with you a little bit, man. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Everybody's got die casts in every room, it seems like, except oh, yeah. for you two guys. <laughs> I got bachelor's pets, so that's cool. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you're you're living alone in Texas. No one expects you to be decorated. Your wife is in North Carolina. You have the bare essentials. Uh, like I would if I didn't yep. live with my wife. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, man. Uh, welcome Later. aboard. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, personal life, uh, what you do for a living, uh, um, um, you know, your sim experience, what you do outside of it. Uh, have you ever, you know, personal experience with racing? Uh, yeah, so name's Randy Henshaw. Uh, I'm the owner, well, co-owner of the IVRL now with Cody. Um, started racing when I was about eight years old, running quarter midgets here in Indianapolis. Um, as far as sim racing goes, I started on NASCAR Heat, Forza, um, doing stuff on Xbox and kind of got tired of that over the years and finally grounded it up and went and bought iRacing and everything. So I've been doing that for probably five or six years now maybe seven, I don't know, but, um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, you know, um, as far as my regular stuff, uh, I got, I, I'm a car salesman, uh, here in Indianapolis, work for a Gilman. Uh, I have three daughters. Um, they're all under six years old, so pretty crazy on a daily basis, but outside of that, that's pretty much it. Do you have time for sim racing in that life? Hardly, hardly. Late at night is when I usually try and grind some out, but yeah, I was going to ask you that. So me and Nick have been calling the league since, uh, the first of the year and everything. 
and I've never seen you in any of the races, I don't think. Yeah, so Tuesdays are kind of a hard night for me. Um, I got the clear for Monday, so right now I'm running trucks, and hopefully I can uh, move up to the Cup Series next year, but we'll see how the scheduling works out. Yeah, I was kind of surprised when they said we're going to bring on the co-owner of uh, IVRL. I went, what? Yeah, Randy's like, somebody else besides Cody? Who is this guy? I've never heard anything about this guy. Yeah. So I was kind of nervous to come aboard and be a part of everything this year because Cody's really been doing everything on the iRacing side for the last couple of years. So I was like, man, they're not going to give a crap what I say. You know, I'm, I haven't even been here forever, you know, but, um, I, I wanted to bring you on because, you know, you know I, I, I raced with you on NASCAR heat and worked together with you for a while. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I wanted to bring you on. I mean, you are the co-owner of it. So, I mean, you, you work on both sides of the house. You're now, uh, you got your, invested in the monday nights uh truck league and uh in the future of what the ivrl has to offer so just want to get pick your brain to see you know what what's going on with the ivrl any future plans of uh what's uh 2022's got to offer for uh the folks out there and uh watching us yeah so uh basically right now we're just we started up this truck series we wanted to add a second series um, and we wanted to form a ladder system for the league so we could get some, maybe a little bit better competition throughout the Cup Series. So um, next year, starting in 2022, we'll have the Truck Series. Um, they're going to basically be our entry-level competition. Um, new guys or, you know, maybe some guys who need to work on their sim craft or something. Um, and then we'll have our Cup Series, which will hopefully be our top tier level of guys that are uh, on the track and we'll see a little bit better racing next year. And we want to create more of an authentic experience for the drivers as well. Is that going to be an open setup or is that going to be a, a fixed setup as well? Most likely we're still going to use a fixed setup. However, we want to get away from iRacing's fixed setup. So uh, we're working on some stuff. Um, we don't have anything set in stone, but we, we have some plans uh, we're working on to bring in some different setups for next season, and at least for the Cup Series. I, I will let you know that, you know, right now the AOL admins are working their tails off, you know, weekly. Uh, they're working with Ed, Edward's setup shop, and they're grabbing their setups and working with Edward himself and other people that help build and uh, kind of tailor stuff to, you know, the AOL Cup Series. And I believe they're dropping them down getting the the truck series and uh i don't know i'm not sure are they doing arco or is that still uh are you still running the iRacing ones josh you're doing the iRacing okay <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, like, it, it, it's it's now like going back and forth in the comments yeah so uh so yeah so you know it's kind of nice to be able to get away from that uh that and kind of tailor the experience just a little bit more not making it you know, too, too extreme, but, you know, loosen the car up, making sure it can rebound over the bumps really good, you know, so, you know, they're, they're working and I, you know, it's a big difference now between my Tuesday races and my Sunday races, because right now they've been mirrored this whole entire year, whatever I do on Tuesday night, I do on Sunday night with AOLL. So it's nice to have, start to gravitate to a little bit looser setup or a little bit different setup that kind of complements the cup car a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So I know, I know Cody's probably, uh, you know, out there, he, uh, does the, uh, Overton, what was it? Overton speed shop. And, you know, he worked yeah. with them and, uh, they, I hear they make some really good setup. So 
probably that's probably who you guys are uh, having conversations with. But they seem like a good bunch of people as well. Yeah, they seem pretty cool. Um, they actually we ended up using a couple of their setups for the truck series race at uh, the Bristol dirt. We ran a couple weeks ago and it was pretty good. So uh, the fixed setup for the dirt track is, is kind of rough. So we felt like this would hopefully create a little bit better racing. And that was kind of a trial for that too. So it worked out pretty well. Gotcha. Well, you know, we're coming down towards the end of this season of uh, the IVRL cup series. Uh, you know, we're about to jump from the round of 16 to the round of 12. And that leaves us, what, three, six, nine, nine races, nine races left uh, this year. So, I mean, it's going to come down to it. And 2021 is going to close out here pretty soon before we know it. I know uh, Randy's ready to have his Tuesday nights back. <laughs> nah, you know, the only complaint I have about the IVRL is as long as hell. <laughs> I mean, it is just a long night. And, you know, it's not bad when we have, you know, a good race, you know, like, you know, guys are all close together and we got some excitement going, but a lot of the times we get these road courses and the road courses, everybody is so spread out besides Causey and Patrick Gaspar sure. <laughs> for the most part. And then it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it makes for a very, very long night because you, you run out of stuff to talk about because you really can't talk about two guys just running nose to tail for, you know, 150 laps. Yeah. So it, it, it's, that's my only complaint about the races. Yeah. They are just long, you know, it, but you know, I come it from seem that way for the drivers though. Oh so, no, I know. There's some no, nights no. that it seems like on Tuesday night at Richmond, I was like, please God, just end this night. Yeah. It won't <laughs> ever end. Uh, was it, uh, I forgot who it was, but it was, uh, somebody had, we are, I think it might have been Richmond or the week prior. It's like he's got like a 18 second lead over the second place person. Can we just? Can, I think it was Greg. Greg Holt was leading. It was Greg. I was yeah. like, he had an 18 second lead or something like that. I was like, can we just throw the flag now? Like he won, man. Just, just, just call it. You know, blow the whistle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we felt the same way in the booth. It was like, okay, he's got 18 seconds. I don't think anybody's gonna catch him now. Uh, so, um. So Nick, um, how's the family doing right now? You know, yeah. like, or sit like and talk about Steve Carell movies like you guys did last night. Exactly, yes. we did talk about Steve Carell movies, a forty-year-old virgin, a little bit, <laughs> because we were talking about you. You know, I'm aware. So. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, next week we're going to Bristol, and I'm looking forward to that. It's always been my, uh, you know, one of the highlight tracks. Uh, we go to, and I think I've missed every Bristol race this year so far, uh, except for the dirt ones. And the dirt ones, I've just unfortunately never, uh, never went my way. I always had unfortunate luck. So I'm looking forward to uh, Tuesday night at Bristol. I'll be able to get out there and uh, run some good laps. Yeah, Bristol's a, it's a fun track. And, you know, with the guys we got, it should definitely create some interesting racing and should be a fun night. There's Cody. He finally started commenting. Oh, they, uh, they're they updated with PJ1 on the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope not. It's oh, little, God. It's got a little bit more grip, so if you like, you know, want to drop down to throw a, a pass, I mean, you can call it a slider, however you want to call it, slide job for it. But it looks like it's got enough grip where if you drop down there on entry, you'll be able to stick and kind of ride back up onto the outside. 
if you really get yeah. a good entry. So we're doing some practice practicing on that the other day. Fortunately, they have a good AI there. So Randy, uh, with you being part owner in this thing, how much input do you have into the Cup Series? Um, well, up until this year, I I actually had none. We were I was completely focused on doing the Xbox side of things and keeping it going. Um, and then once I was able to get iRacing this year, I kind of came over and was trying to help as much as I could because Cody was basically doing everything on his own. And, um, you know, we've got a team of eight guys together now that work pretty hard on a daily basis, um, you know, running social media and points and graphics and all these different things that we're doing to try and improve the league uh, to just, you know, kind of get us out there and see if we can't create some, you know, little buzz. So were you involved in the whole butt kicker uh, sponsorship thing? Nope. Cody did all that on his own. Um, and he's, he's really, he's been doing really well with all that stuff. He helped a lot with the truck series, uh, when we were looking as well. So. Oh, yep. wow. So, well, that, but that was, well, I mean, it's, you know, we, we kind of work as a council together. Um, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, yes, me and Cody are the owners, but, um, we try to all kind of be under the same understanding and, work as a team because you know i think that makes things work work better for everybody the drivers and you know keeps the league running smoother so where are you actually located i'm in indianapolis indiana south side yeah right right between indianapolis and greenwood southport all right um and your car salesman so let me ask you a question since you're a car salesman sure are you used or new uh i do both you do both so why is the car industry used cars? Why are they so out of control price-wise? Uh, the reason is because new car manufacturing is com- pretty much completely shut down at the moment. Uh, there's a microprocessor shortage because we don't make them here in this country. We rely on other countries to make them for us. So um, we're not getting those in. And like right now, I sell Buick and GMCs. Just to give you an idea, we have roughly... I would say 16,000 GMC trucks sitting in Fort Wayne, just sitting there at the plant, waiting on microprocessors. Uh, Ford has like 17,000 sitting in Kentucky, and there's more here in Indianapolis. So yeah, if you if um, you look at Google Pictures for you know F-150s sitting in a lot, you, they took an aerial photo of just F-150s just sitting out there, like thousands of them just sitting there. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to see, but. Um, what's funny is GMC is releasing this new, uh, the new GMC Hummer EV. There's going to be a truck and an SUV style they're releasing in November. Um, and then they're saying manufacturing and, and, uh, production and stuff's not really going to be, be going again until like 2023. So. Wow. I I was going to say you're going to get two in, uh, the entire state to show off, to sell them, and then they'll actually the, the take mark, delivery. And, the markup yeah. is going, those two are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, used cars are outrageous right now. I mean, they're given more for them too, but right now you can't really buy a new car. So. Yeah, I had uh, a dealer contacted me and offered me uh, about 28.5. I have a Chrysler Pacifica van. Yeah, and he and you know he's got forty thousand miles on. He goes, well, you know, we can probably give you about twenty eight five for it. I'm like, I only paid nineteen for it. Yeah. He goes, you know, uh, we really could use that car right now. I'm like, 
What yeah. am I going to replace it with? I, I got, got an 18 thing. or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that. I, I've got mine's a 19. It's a 19. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We we sold one the other day for like 36.9. Holy Good crap. Lord. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I bought my charger back in two, three and a half years ago, 11,000 miles on it for 38,000. You know, I had a dealership offer me 34,000, 55,000 miles on it. And I was like, that's a good turnaround profit right there. Whenever uh, yeah. I, I put about forty five, fifty thousand miles on it, and you're gonna and I only drop four thousand dollars in value. <laughs> I was gonna and say so, I bought my wife's uh, Nissan Rogue right at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was a 2019. I bought it for twenty grand, and they sent me something the other day. It was they were offering me twenty seven for it, and. I seriously thought yeah. about it. <laughs> I, I thought about mine too. I figured, well, I'd pay off my van and everything. I'd have a little bit of money in my pocket and I'll, I'll just hold on to a little money. Maybe I'll buy some junker. Go it just gets me back and forth. Yeah. Go light up, go buy a beater for a little while and, uh, yeah. you know, do that until, uh, the market changes again. But man, it's wild. It is crazy, man. That's now I understand why. Yeah. And so. I feel bad for you guys that are out there having to sell them. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, I, I, I have a guitar shop, so we kind of have the same thing. I can't get any new guitars right now. Nothing's coming out of the Orient right now at all. Right. So, you know, it's like, and, and the new guy, the uh, dealers in the States, they can't get anybody to work in the factories to make the guitars. Yeah. So they're way behind. And so I'm in the same thing. I'm, I'm paying more for used guitars than I ever have. So I understand totally. So it's crazy, crazy times we live in. What I say, <laughs> it is something I never thought I'd see a pandemic and all these different crazy. What at the, at the beginning the, of the pandemic, you had hey, you get zero percent off for like you know eighteen years, and uh, here's forty seven. <laughs> you know, here's five, six, ten thousand dollars off this car. Come out here and buy it, and now it's like yeah. hey, good luck, bud. <laughs> Hence why my wife has a new car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see it now. You're out there. So uh, I can get you into a 2006 Yugo hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> For only 27.5. 27.5. It has roll-up windows. Uh, nothing's power inside. It has has, uh, you know, just a two-knob radio inside. That, but hey, it's a good car. On it. <laughs> and, and I hope you yeah. know how to drive stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, most people don't. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy to me. I always have to wait the like three times I've ever had a car valeted. I always have to wait for the one guy on the five person staff that can drive stick. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, hey, Randy, thanks for coming on tonight. We appreciate yeah. everything, you know all the info on the IVRL and I always uh, enjoy calling the races every Tuesday night. And, uh, hopefully we'll see you out there one Tuesday night, just, uh, stopping in or something, or maybe stopping by the booth and saying hi to us. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that for sure. Okay. Awesome. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Right, no man, problem. You have a great night. Yeah. You too. So Chris Oliver is in the waiting room. I see. Yes, Chris Oliver is going to be our guest for AOLL. Mama's Man Boy. Mama's Man Boy. 
Are we going to get his mother in the comments tonight? I don't know. That's the only thing I want to know. So, so I brought this up to my kid, uh, kid the other day. She's 15, and I, you know, I give her crap because you know I'm in North Car or she's in North Carolina. I'm here. I'm like, you never pay attention to me. Blah blah blah. I was like, come out, you know, you don't watch my stuff uh, when I go out on broadcasting. She goes, yeah, I do. I hop on YouTube all the time, and I, I watch her broadcast. And uh, some nights I'll hop on. I'm like, that's not your voice. All right, well, I'm going to leave now. And I was like, well, well, why don't you ever say anything? She goes, because uh, I'm not going to do that, Dad. I'm. Not. She was like, I'm embarrassed to do that. No, that that's stupid, Dad. I was like, well, we got to. She's got to be the one out in the comments section yeah. cheering you on because... No one else wants to watch Adam I, Wood win a race. I was like, uh, you know, hey, I got this lady that comes on and cheers for her son, and she's out there like, come on, mama's man boy. Yeah. And I was like, he, you know, he gets support. I'm, I'm hoping he's hearing all of this. <laughs> he's, I see he's trying to connect to his camera. His mic's muted too, though, so if he's trying to... He always comes into chats muted. And then takes five minutes to figure out why it's muted and how to unmute it and all that good fun stuff. Oh, crap. What? It's still push to talk. I can't get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris. We're you, waiting. You got the right webcam selected. And trust me, today's uh, closed circuit racing chat was absolutely hilarious with just memes going back and forth and I want to show it but I don't want to take over the broadcast and you know what screw it I'm going to go ahead and do it Adam, Adam did that uh, last week he brought in a meme for something I, so, I my video. this is the most awesome video I love it so, the one you watch over and over oh yeah and I laugh every single time so last night we were, or uh, Chris Pacini was watching the broadcast last night from last night. I don't know if he was actually watching it last night, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to actually do this. Well, if you share it, so, I can. Yeah, I'm just sharing Discord because it'll work. But then I got to pop over here. So, lost, lost, Chris. Chris. <laughs> so this is exactly what Chris Pacini sent to us last night or this morning about last night's race about pasta ending up giving me the tip in the last <laughs> turn. Yeah, he did yeah, he give did you the, give whole, the tip, whole tip, that's, that's for sure. And first off, one of the best things I've seen in a long time. But, oh my god, it just triggered an entire, like, stream of CCR memes going back and forth. <laughs> and um, we just, most of it was about what I want to talk to Chris about last night was Carl dumping Chris. But, yeah, that's true. I forgot about Carl did dump Chris. And that the in-chat conversation surrounding that was quite funny. It was 
Carl profusely apologizing. But Was he drunk? No, no, he won't do a road course that way unless it doesn't count <laughs> for anything. Well, it's kind of you. T- you know, talk about people being drunk while they're driving and stuff. Some of these races and stuff. Years ago, when I worked at a a certain track, I'm not going to mention which track it is because I did one time on the air. And uh, I got chewed out for doing it, but I was working one of the tracks I worked at and uh, found out that there was a driver actually who races in NASCAR now in the Xfinity series. When he was kind of young, he was like 18 years old, something like that, had been drinking before he got in the cars and was racing in these races, drunk off his ass. And it got out and... I made wind of it on the air. So um, let's just say he, he would get in some wrecks <laughs> while he was <laughs> he doing a hundred and something miles an hour around a racetrack, drunk off his ass at 18 years old. Hey man. Uh, so. it, it happened. Yeah. I mean, Hey, he, <laughs> especially he was in the old days, it used to happen even more than you would even want to hear or admit to. Yeah. Yeah. It, it did. I saw. I saw a lot of guys at the racetracks uh, drinking in their trailers and stuff before the races. You know, you gotta uh, knock the nerves off somehow. You gotta ca- calm the heart rate down. You know, you gotta, these guys got the heart rate monitor on now. You gotta calm it down. Yeah. Man. How about that? Can you believe that they actually have all that stuff? The vitals of all these guys while they're racing. Yes. We need that. I, I would love to see what Nick's look like. I don't want to know. I feel like any medical professional is going to say this dude needs to be just sedated on every single race. Dude needs ludes. We actually had, I mean, anyone that's watched an IVRL broadcast knows that even broadcasting, the dude probably has is like on the verge of a heart attack. I've calmed it down. I have, I have to, tell you i have i think i have calmed him down i, I don't know enough. about that i mean uh, uh, you know some of the guys i you know on my unofficial team chat here on, in uh, discord uh when they hit their push to talk they listen to the stream live while they're racing and i just hear nick oh my god it just goes off <laughs> oh my hey, god he touched the bottom Wait, of the apron we at least have audio this time around can you hear me yeah yeah we've got Whoa, you kind of got a stream what the hell is that a little blurry, but we're there. A little blurry. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. I'm on my I'm on my laptop. I was having a little technical difficulties. So I was gonna say it kind of looks like kind of like the girl I watched, you know, in the, some of the camps. Oh, I'm just kidding, you know, on the Pornhub. And I'm the, just kidding. That's the second time tonight, Brandy. <laughs> I'm just Twice. kidding. I'm just kidding. Trust me, it's just my wife. Yeah, they do it in different rooms. <laughs> Hey, you guys, to make your your life exciting somehow. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I, I didn't really come too prepared. I didn't uh, listen to much of the broadcast earlier. I was kind of in the middle of trying to get my uh my real race car trying to run. So I was kind of kind of stuck in on that. Make so. sure we all know that you have that real one out there. Well, I, I guess if you're racing because... slot cars, I guess there are real cars. Well, I, I say that because my my finishes lately have not reflected what I feel like I really can do, but I mean, like I should have. So, and I admit it, you know, 
Well, I mean, right now, Carl's yeah, better than me. And, yeah. You have nights like last night where Carl couldn't deal with it and ends up dumping you in the bus stop. I look back at some of the replays, uh, the brights at the beginning of the season. And every time I would get something up front or get close, and I'm just going, I'm sound, I'm sound like a cow, I'm sound like Kyle Bush here, but it wasn't my fault. So it was, it was always happening right in front of me. So some of them, I, I had a few self spins there uh, here and there, but I mean, for the most part, I feel like I'm always getting caught up in something, and it's my fault for not qualifying well enough, and that's because I just hadn't been putting in the time. Which you know, I, I told my wife last night, I was like, "You gotta let me put more time." And she goes, "When it where's her time?" So, <laughs> so yes. what kind of car do you actually race in real life? Well, I haven't uh, got it to. It's ready to go test now. It's a uh, Legends race car. It's a 34 uh, coupe, uh, model to 34 Ford coupe. Um, if you don't know, you know, we ran the Legends um, without, I actually won a couple races in, in the TNT series. So, mm-hmm. one little car, it's got a 1250cc uh, Yamaha engine in it. It's got, um, my motor has got dynoed at 166 to the, uh, to the crank, not to the rear wheels. So, it's got a little power, and the car only weighs 1200 pounds with me sitting in it so yeah it's very it's something to handle and when you're you seem like you're not going that fast you know if 60 miles an hour on a regular car but when you're sitting in one like that that small compact that loads to the ground it feels like it's the speed the rate um you know the the weight to power ratio is ridiculous so um i hope to have it uh here in florence or um in anderson hopefully soon in the next month or so uh to go test some so it's, it's there so are you up in Florence? No, I, I live in Charleston. So there's um, Florence closest track to me. So um, this was my COVID project. Um, whenever, you know, everybody started going on lockdown uh, last year, we had a, had a lot of things going on. I have a 10-year-old and an eight-year-old. And so and they were engulfed in sports and doing doing that left and right. And uh, my wife is a, uh, a dance teacher at Cane Bay High School uh, here in Charleston. And so we're all on the go. We're always on the go. And so this was like our one little thing I could do. And, and I, was, I got my bonus check and I was like, you know what? I need something to do at home. Keep my, you know, my hands busy. So me and my neighbor were like, like hey, let's go, build, let's go get a Legends car. And you know what? It is not as easy as everybody says it is to build <laughs> one because um, it's, it's a lot of little parts, a lot of little here and there things that, you know, just getting the geometry right on the front suspension. This, everything's been a big learning curve to me. So, I mean, I, I grew up helping from uh, my grandparents. And stuff. Um, so the, I bought the car from a, uh, a, a performance shop in um, Rock, uh, Rockwell, North Carolina. Um, named, uh, Jeff Jordan owns it. Uh, it's called um, RPM Performance. And he, he actually was building Bubba Wallace's legend car. Uh, right beside this one, and I just I found it on a Facebook Marketplace. I looked for I don't know a month or so, and um, it, they were they were kind of cheap at the time. I guess everybody just was you know they were getting out of season. So I was like, all right, let me get a maybe I can just get one a shell and just piece it together. So I met Jeff and um, saw this car, and I I bought the shell, I bought the motor separate, all the wiring separate, but I bought it all together. So um, as we uh, been working on it. My neighbor actually um, built um, race cars, and he um, went to school um, in Charlotte, um, NASCAR Tech School. So he know 
he knows, knows a lot about chassis and stuff. So I leaned on him, and he's basically been my like my little crew chief, and we just been learning as we go. So I've had it a little bit over a year now, and it's it's complete. It's ready to go. And the, the rule book on that thing is like like that. It's pretty pretty big just to get it on the track to get in you know get it inspected. So uh, it's a big learning curve. So we got awesome. Justin Anderson out there saying. Did you say Kane Bay because his mom lives out near Kane Bay? Yeah, Kane Bay High School. It's actually uh, located in Somerville. Okay. So it's, it's, this area is grown like crazy and COVID hadn't slowed it down either. So it's just, it's massive. They're, you're going to have to build another high school that way here uh, soon. Are you familiar so. with Holly Hill? Yeah. Yep. Right up uh, 26. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, past Holly Hill, to go, you know, all the time. This is when I go back th- towards Columbia and stuff. We make fun of oh, that. From Columbia. Oh. My oh. shop oh. is actually in Holly Hill, Florida. And whenever we're going huh. up to, uh, we head up to uh, either Columbia or Spartanburg or Asheville, whatever, we, we see the sign that says Holly Hill. And the guy I do the guitar shows with, he always says, oh, man, we made a wrong turn. <laughs> it's like, oh, we screwed up, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, how many places yeah. are going to have a Holly Hill? It's like, exactly. Only two, and, you know, one up by you and one by me, and that's it. So uh, today I was out there driving when I went to go have my little interview for lunch, and I went past uh, Shady Road number one. And then right after that was Shady Road number two. I was like, all right, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> rosa. Sounds uh, like Daytona. <laughs> Texas is getting real original with street names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it uh, yeah. Justice? <laughs> Justin said that's where his mom lives. Uh, his cousin uh, goes to Cane Bay High. Huh. Oh, awesome. world. My it, wife probably teaches him. Is he actually in his wife's class? <laughs> so hey, you he would be surprised the, the guys that, that join, uh, sign up for this class. And, and now she's had the program for five years. She started from scratch. Did, Josh? It went from having no men. And the very beginning to now, there's a waiting list. What was the what's, on her what's the what's so. the movie? Uh, what's the guy Justin something or another where he goes uh, dodgeball? That's where he is. Uh, Justin Long. He goes out and he's on the women's <laughs> desk team. <laughs> was that you, Josh? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, dodgeball. no, no. <laughs> you mean you guys? I mean, they really have a class for dance. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's part of the arts. Um, there's only down, so, uh, all around, you know, in South Carolina, there's, we have high schools, you know, it feels like we have high school every five miles. It seems like down here in Charleston, it's even closer. It's like a high school around almost every corner. So in our districts, we have certain schools that have just specialty in arts and stuff. And it's grown so big down here that they had to create another, you know, create another, um, performing art school in the district, and uh, she started from scratch five years ago, and now it's 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 blown up. It's it's a big deal down here. They they're crazy about their arts. So did she? Um, when she went through school, I mean, she obviously went to school to be a teacher, and then she we pick on her all the time. So what did she actually get her master or bachelor in in teaching for? It's it's, she, it's in uh, performing visual arts. It, okay, so it's still the same type of thing. Wow, that's pretty right, wild. Right. I, I, we don't have that down here. I mean, I mean, no, I feel your pain. Pretty right wild. Here. 
Like my wife comes from uh, up near, uh, right above Chicago and she's like, yeah, we had an indoor swimming pool. We had swim meets. We had this. We had that. We needed to this. I was like, I had a football, <laughs> basketball, like baseball <laughs> yeah. and softball. It's, Maybe yeah, it's, 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 yeah. If you want to branch it out, there was a golf team. So you could We had go, surfing. Yeah. We had a surf team. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, yeah. I'm, ju I'm just a few hours north of you, Chris, uh, in North Carolina. And my high school, my area... Yeah. A whole entire county is only one high school. We got like, uh, I think they're up to three middle schools and probably like 15 elementary schools. And everybody funnels right. into right. just one high school. And I thought it was and ridiculous because that was my, my high school is like 15 my, miles away from my house. My, uh, my wife, uh, she's from North Carolina as well. She's from uh, New Bern, North Carolina. I know what that is. is. Yep. yep, New Bern. So um so it, yes little tiny little town kind of like that feeds feed her in like that and um you'll get a kick out of this she is a ecu pirate she graduated from ecu so to make it even work you know she's from north carolina and she's a pirate at the same time so yeah my, but you know my brother gonna, graduated from ECU. ecu just a couple years back and then uh my wife's going through uh trying to be a music teacher right now uh, she's going through University of North Carolina down in Pembroke, so that's what she's doing. So, um, she's out there. She's in her senior year, so she can't wait to be done with college and uh, start that life. She did the uh, private mu music academies while we were up in D.C., and they didn't require having that, you know, bachelor's degree in music or anything like that to be able to teach. But North Carolina, they're like, you got to have a degree. Well, yeah, wonder... um, you know, it, she's on the uh, she's on the state standards writing. Team. So, um, if you teach dance or any kind of movement in in any of the schools in the state of South Carolina, uh, she wrote how to do it. So that's how we kind of got to where we are here in Charleston because they sought her out because she did that. So she she's I hate to say it, I hope she's not even watching right now because now I'm, when I walk out of this room, it's gonna be kind of full up. But, you know, got to give her credit when credit's due. She's she's one teacher here twice, so you know that ain't a fluke. But you know, I'm I'm proud of her. So if I could just kind of show, you know, get better at this racing deal, she has. To say we need my, to stop you know, talking about hey, Jenna and Chris. get moving to so, racing. Right, actually, and, and, and since Carl okay. and since Carl's not here, one more thing: since Carl's not here, and and I cannot actually talk smack to his, his face, I already know that he probably had something planned up his sleeve. So I got some of my sleep too, and I'm going to show you right now because I don't want to be the only uh, person on this podcast that want to race in forever. But we'll show you something real quick. Is he going to pee on camera? I'm just <laughs> hoping that is. Uh oh. So <clears throat> I just wanted to have a seat right here. I just wanted to show uh, at least there's an Oliver in this household that has won some stuff. Um, this is my daughter. She's uh she so. If Carl's here, if Carl's watching or something, Carl, this is for you, okay? All right. Oh, my All right, face metal. There you go. First place smells of gymnastics. So, oh, there you go. Now, now you cool. can. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. I want to see a cartwheel. Can you do a cartwheel? Backflip. Backbend? Cartwheel. Backflip. Anything like that? She probably could. She probably could. Backflip out of that door, probably. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's very good. I have to get one out. All right, so we'll talk oh. about last night. Uh, so what was your, what were you thinking whenever Carl dumped you there going into the bus stop? <laughs> well, I mean, um, yeah, I know he didn't mean to. Um, we we're kind of, 
we always feel like something at the beginning was going to happen. And so we kind of kept our head on swivel for anyone we were around. And um, he heard something in the background and he looked, he picked his head up and he missed his breaking point. Just by that much, because Josh and, and Blake and, and uh, Brain are so fast and so smooth, they don't they don't make mistakes. So we're, we're running as hard as we can just to keep up with them who are running probably, you know, three quarter what they can run. So um, we're just trying to keep pace. And, you know, he misses breaking zone and he told me he was coming. He and, and I couldn't get my head around enough to see kind of where he was at. Um, we thought that uh, John was biting it um, behind him. He was, he said he heard some uh, some screeching and stuff, which I think he was, but he just missed it. Um, I'm not too angry about it. I'm more frustrated with the fact that I, I can at least stay up front or, or run up front. Something either it's me missing something or something happens to me. So. I don't know. Just ready just to laugh. try another car. I laugh through that whole process with you guys talking on the radio because all I hear is, Chris, I'm going to go down. And all I can think to myself is, wait a second. I'm entering the carousel. Where the hell is he trying to do this? <laughs> and then I look at the replay this this morning and I'm just like, Oh shit! He tried to do that in the bus stop. What kind of an idiot is he? Well, I think he was just trying yeah. to get the the you know get the breakings on. I think he probably had to run up through the the chicanes there up the hill on him just a little bit and was able to get to get by him enough to be where he did it. But you know, you missing your breaking spot right there. That's just a you know, there's nothing that Chris could have done. I mean, he's along for the ride at that point. You gave him plenty of room, but. You know, you miss that breaking point. Uh, no matter who's on the outside, you're screwed at that point. Yeah, I remember watching it, right. and I, I had my screen where I could see, like, back a little ways, and you guys were kind of at the tail end of my screen. And I see Carl going in and going down, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and he hit you. I was like, holy crap, they're both wrecking. So, yeah, wow. All right. Tough break, just, for sure. Yeah, by the way, Chris, who's Annie Burris? Yeah, she commented last night. She said she's watching. Oh yeah, Annie is uh was one of my former employees um where I work. Um, she she got transferred, but um she begged me to make sure that I put um Ghostfire Media's uh page on her thing. She 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 watched one race and she thought you were hilarious. So it's trying <laughs> it's spreading around uh, my company so i know you're getting views and stuff and everything so you're doing a great job well, you, well good you, you're she, the one she, with the most fans out there you know your mom's out there every single day every single race cheering you on yeah By definitely way, uh, i'm gonna agree with Andy. chris oliver name. is awesome but doesn't have much competition because carl sucks ah <laughs> well carl yeah, gave him just right a, now carl gave you just a tip last night no, I think he get he get him wheels deep on that one. Well, yeah, he's probably had he had wheels deep full in there. I, I didn't feel like I had damage, like he hit me that hard. But after like the second lap, I felt like I had a I don't know if I had like a wheel was going down or something. I felt like I had a, um, a vibration, but I could not keep up, and then I just lost it from there. I think I, mean, I, I overdrove. It could be, you know, week 13 madness, uh, you know, the new tire combination, new, probably a little bit of tweak to the new damage model, just kind of like all put together to make sure, uh, you know, it throws you off there. So, uh, you know, could, everything could have been, you know, 
just unfortunate for you. I mean, even with a slight tap I had with Wall after me and ZD came together, it drove completely differently after that point. So any, I honestly believe, especially with the Arcos, because it's the only one, actually, no, the trucks kind of did the same thing. Any kind of contact, it definitely feels different. I don't know if it's the new suspension model that's causing it, but it definitely yeah. felt different because I tangled up with someone on Wednesday too. In the feels it feels way days. looser. Get I ran I practiced New Hampshire um, a little bit this morning, and uh, it just it feels really it feels like an Xfinity car. Get into the corner when you're the VR doing doing the same thing feels like. So maybe I just need to change some settings. Did just everybody so else know, get that the same way yeah. I yeah. got him? Yeah. <laughs> Did Sorry, you notice I was doing my head? Yes. <laughs> you Jimmy, I, or, or, you're like that that cell phone call that people you get you that guy now? that calls. I'm in the middle. Of, uh, yeah, I'm going through the woods right now. I was getting a bad connection. I, or, or, yeah. That's what we got. All right. So you want to try to do that again? I was just saying, um, it, it just feels like if it just feels really shaky in the uh, New Hampshire this morning, and uh, it just feels real shaky getting into the corner. I thought it might have been my VR, then I went to uh, the screen, did the same thing. So um, it almost feels like driving an Xfinity car. At a, at a short track, the way you get into to the uh, to the corner. So um, maybe I just need to make an adjustment on my my steering. So honestly, that's why. Like last night, I <laughs> sorry, I have to deal with cat shenanigans. I'm like, uh, where do you go? He's on his table. Uh, but no, that's why I was relatively conservative last night. Is running mid Ohio on Wednesday. The tires feel completely different. It may also be the suspension settings and things like that, but it feels so much different than what everyone is used to that, mm -hmm. in all honesty, it was like driving a brand new car last night. I agree. Are you giving the cat an anal, anal glands on the... No, he's <laughs> off camera over because... here knocking crap off of things and oh, okay i just making sure you weren't giving the cat an anal cleanse no it's just i'm trying to now get him to get up so he'll jump on my lap so he'll stop breaking things oh so where, where are you guys cat. racing next thursday night i uh, i can't yeah. remember i can't either it's new hampshire new hampshire so uh what is your thoughts going down i know you said you did some practice laps this morning like, what's your feeling of, of that wonderful flat track? Uh, I I love those kind of tracks. I love um, Richmond's probably my favorite track. I, I haven't run there as good as I, I can, but I just love the way the style of racing. Um, I'm more of a long run kind of car. Um, I feel like the top half of our TNT series is probably going to run away from the rest of the, rest of the field again because it's going to be one of those tracks where you're going to have to really really manage yourself at the very beginning um i don't know how close the setup if you know anybody's going to make any changes admin wise to do anything else to it but the way it feels right now is very, 
to the um to the corners and you have to drive three and four way different than one and two. I honestly I don't, don't think that, I've ever run New Hampshire before. They're completely different turns, completely different. Um, you can arc um, three and four, and you can, uh, you know, really, really break hard late uh, in one and two, or you can try to dive bomb one and two. It's just different, different lines you can run. So, so yeah, it's the, gonna be the a bad night that. for me. I'm, yeah, Chris, I'm, just, you... I'm glad I'm going to be broadcasting that one. <laughs> so, Chris, you are also running the uh, the Sportsman Series as well, right? Yeah, um, I'm running the Sportsman Series. I have the um, the ticket to get into the Cup too. Just I try to run whenever I can, but I haven't ran the Sportsman's in a, in a really long time just because of the way my work, work schedule has uh, has failed, um, especially with. So CDC putting out new guidelines and COVID coming back and where I work is it's just been it's been crazy. So I hopefully like you know, like I said, I haven't put the time in um to to really log down and it matters, it really does. You know, some some guys that have raced for a long, long time. Um, I hate to yeah, say, man. I, when I was in Blake Gordon's in the world, stuff, they probably can jump after taking a week or so off and, and get going. I, I uh, hate to say, but my back connection is terrible was, again, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, when I was in radio, we would have we would have dumped you. You would have been already gone. We said, <laughs> no, I apologize. Uh, hey, we're sorry about your connection, man. Call us back when you get a better connection. That's what you would have been dumped at. And then we'd wait for you to call back in, and we put you back in line, and you queued back up when we. Got a yeah. chance, yeah. But yeah, your connection. I hate to say it, it sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is last second. Me throwing it on my laptop. So um, I'll make sure next time I get on, I'll be more professional. Get it right. <laughs> I just like it to be known. If we look at Chris's video, a he's running VR right now, but you can see the projector hanging over his head. He used to run yeah. using that projector. No way. Yeah, the first season I ran a projector. Hey, so I, I'll do it. I saw some guy That's get it. He had his whole entire living room set up or whatever room that he had. It was a 236 field of view or something like that. I, it was ginormous HD. Uh, somebody I said, can, um, I can spin my camera around, kind of give you a visual of how big my uh, screen is if you want me to. Um, do it. I, so, I, I, Projector. We used to make fun of him for it a little bit, but that's the just wall. So he made. I'll give you an idea, just real quick. Ugh. Hey, I won two races on. I mean, as cling as on to whatever rates, you can, sir. As long as the refresh rates are good enough, you know, you'd be all right. That's. It, it's kind I mean, of he, like when we hear Randy complaining about playing on the TV. I'm like, there's no he his refresh rate had to be worse than mine, <laughs> and he hey, like that, man. Guys. That's crazy. So that's so if I'm cool, my head is that's kind of what I'm looking at. Sorry, I might I have clothes in from my room, but I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. we can so, now. Uh, Chris, pick your clothes up. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, there's some. Uh, so, uh, yeah. You can pick the clothes up. 
Uh, mine just deals with me leaving everything down. It's on the other side of the wall behind me. <laughs> and yeah. So we're all the same way. Yes, we are. Adam doesn't have to worry about that stuff because nobody can lay anything. There's no way nagging in my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the rest of us, well, our clothes is where they land is where they stay. <laughs> I just kick them under the bed bedroom. Oh, it's like God. the it's like the junk room. So <laughs> I was gonna say you right, can guys, see well, it. Sorry about my connection tonight. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, it's fine. It's been, it, it well. It, it's all right. It just—it's kind of annoying sometimes when you. It's only whenever you're really serious too. When you start talking yeah. serious, that's when it gets bad. Yeah, exactly. When you start playing, paying compliments to Blake, it just doesn't want to accept it and just <laughs> cuts out. <laughs> when you start talking about Z, saying all kinds of stuff about Z, it just then come out. Um, <laughs> Or, hopefully you know, they heard good things. Yeah, hopefully. And you know, when you were talking about how great your mom is, we never heard any, any one bit of it. So all we heard, uh, 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 Anytime I know that. Next time I'll get a rain check. <sighs> yeah, definitely. We're good. We'll give you the rain check because you've been entertaining as well. So. We'll Anytime Chris right, shows up in a race, I know that we're going to be entertained with Adam and Randy making comments about her chiming in. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I still think that she would make one of the most fantastic podcast guests. I think we should bring her on. I, w- I wouldn't mind having her on. Huh? She says I have to win a race first before she comes on. You've won two. Won three. Well, three, whatever. But yeah, so what's the, what's the win, hold on? I have to win one in each car. So our so car, I have one run We yet. were doing the podcast back then whenever he won in the Legends car those two times. Uh, she would have came on then. But now we're in the Arca car, so she blew you off. <laughs> what they're trying to say is apparently they think your mother does not love you. No, we know she loves you. She just has yeah. no favorites. Uh, I think she has her favorites from day to day. So, so all right. Why does she call you Mama's man boy? Because uh, my mom is my me and my brother and my sister were born in different decades. So uh, I'm the oldest of three, and uh, I'm 12 years older than my sister. So I've helped you know a lot, and she called me her little man boy. So you were you were actually the only one playing plan. The other ones were not planned because no, evidently twelve years way. apart no, from each other. The other one, oops, none of us were planned. None of us. Were. <laughs> no, I, I we, think it's probably the opposite. It, it's probably the opposite. He probably wasn't planned, and then they were like, "Well, let's not. We're not going to make this happen again." So they just held off for a really long time <laughs> and made plans when the next one was actually going to be made. <laughs> Knows. <laughs> don't worry my wife wasn't planned either so <laughs> my, my kid kidding. definitely was not planned whatsoever not, there was no uh, we weren't supposed to have any kids ever and uh yeah so she's it's like one day oh, oh you're pregnant uh, we didn't think that was ever going to happen <laughs> well and now Damn. we don't want adam's daughter to 
Pay oh, attention. Oh, she got, she knows this. Uh, my wife, uh, she had leukemia when she was 17, so she wasn't supposed to ever have any uh, kids from what the doctor oh. said. So uh, when she was pregnant, it was a shock to everybody. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me, well, the the uh, Altex rib for her protection did not work. No. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a different world for us. Uh, we, we thought we were just going to, you know, it was going to be me and her and then uh, 21 years old. And it's like, oh, you're pregnant. Awesome. Thanks. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I hope your kid never hears that. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. I, she's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure she knows at this point. Oops. I did it again. <laughs> that, that she was their miracle child. Uh, yeah, really. That's true. It is a miracle child for that. So, all right, you get uh, all, right. all right, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off here. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna stop cutting out on us. Yeah, I'm gonna leave you. He, he's right. just Good gonna night. permanently cut out. All right, hey, thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. And he's gone already. Yeah, we got to get him back when he has a a better connection. That I, we I'm have telling to you, send, back in radio, uh, I would have dumped him. He would have been gone. We we have to send. Uh, the CCR tech team over there, which is normally Carl. Carl, I was going to say. He's only, let's see, he's uh, from Charleston. He's about an hour. Well, no, he's about almost an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes from him. I, I would just like it to be known. Chris was actually in Columbia earlier because I got to hear all about that last night during the race. Hmm. So, uh, Andy, right. His yes. friend Andy said like, that. He, Chris was going to start using birth control now after all this bantering. <laughs> I feel it's a little late. Yeah, we're all, a little late now. I mean, it could be I worse. Will... I mean, you could be with the what's the uh, San Diego Chargers? Philip Rivers. He's got what, like fifteen kids or something. Oh God! <laughs> I'm happy to have zero. Oh. You got cats, exactly. Yeah. And they rule the house. You don't. You just. You're you just, uh, you are yeah, you're just a guest on. in your house. Yeah. Very much aware of that. Fact. Either yeah. guest slash butler. Yeah. I would like some more food. And by the way, I left you a giant turd in the cat box. Can you please clean that for me? It's smelling up the whole room. Please, Joseph. That's the Joseph. best part about being after COVID. I don't have to smell any of that stuff. You still don't smell anything? Really? Nine months wow. later, still can't smell anything. You can That's taste terrible. anything? Yeah. You can taste, but you can't smell. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Wow. So you can go into, a, you know how your buddies, you all go out, on, you know, you're all out, you know, everybody's drunk and you're out in your car, except the guy driving. And uh, you you got that one guy in the backseat going, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like rolling up all the windows, making sure nobody can roll the windows down. And you're, yeah, that's you're, normally you're... me, actually. <laughs> I figured it was probably you. So you're like, yeah, I don't smell it. <laughs> Except for I don't have the maniacal giggle. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into your game. We're coming up uh, near the end of the bro- or podcast All right. here. All right. We are getting. Okay. So uh, we'll get. let's just briefly uh, touch on our picks for next week real quick. In this week, uh, this uh, Sunday, let's just quick to quickly do that, and then we'll just move on to the uh, game. So this Sunday, we are going to Darlington. 
uh, in the AOL Cup Series. So my pick going to Darlington is probably going to be if Greg Wellen shows up, I'm going to go with Greg Wellen. He's been on fire lately, and uh, I, I think uh, he, he's going to continue. All right, Josh. Oh, this one's painful. I wanted. All right. I got to go with Mr. Hanner. In all honesty, he won the last time we were out here. And that wasn't his. Was that in his debut race or the second race? It was. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Justin. I honestly wanted to, but I also then checked the standings from the last race and realized that while you had the fastest average lap, you still finished ninth. But he also had. Six incidents, which means someone got into him. Probably Hanner. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna go with Hanner as well. I gotta go with my fellow guitar player. So I'm going with him as well. Laptop dude. <laughs> He's not on a laptop anymore. He's on triples and a proper setup now. Wow. Oh my god. And That's amazing. He I hasn't actually... won since the beginning. Ah, Apparently, according to Justin, that's a race where his screen went black coming to green. Ah, uh, okay. Well, right, I well. forgot about that, sir. Yeah, no, I still I got I love you, Justin, despite the fact that you're a Ravens fan. <laughs> he lives up there. What do you expect? I mean, he's... So he's it's it, just it, the old school Browns. It, it's, you know, he lives right there where he could be either the... Washington football team fan or the Baltimore Ravens fan, but nobody <laughs> wants to be the Washington football team fan anymore. Everybody's uh, did anyone ever really want to though? Uh, Dell Jr., to, yeah, Dell Jr. is a huge. I'm huge. sure he still calls him the Redskins fan. I'm sure he said, I don't know Redskins. what Redskins is. The only thing I know is Washington football team. <laughs> Watch, oh, uh, erase the football history. Don't yeah. want to know anything about it anymore. But uh, so Johnny Unitas, who? I I can't come up with a pick on Wednesday because we don't know what we're racing. So that's uh, I'm not even gonna try to go through Wednesday's pick since we don't know if we're gonna be racing with a Kansas. I still want to throw out a mid Ohio awesome job for Teddy Weichel for winning. Well, it was a fun race. Yeah, and it was actually a really fun race. I, I was like, trying my hardest to get in, but when they were like. I, I couldn't get in, and I was like, oh, time elapsed. I'm like, oh, darn, I'm going to have to fight to try to get to this uh, road course. So uh, Mid-Ohio is not yeah, if my you don't, favorite. If you don't practice Mid-Ohio, you're in trouble. Well, that's that's kind of the reason I said I give up after, you know, it was like I had like 10 minutes to go. I said, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm even trying anymore. There's no way I'm going to run any, any good at this thing. Why should I even try? I did a, I did a few races after the update or – few ai practices after the update uh beforehand and had no problems with i racing so i was like all right around 5 30 my time 6 30 on the eastern time because they opened it up two hours early and i was like all right again about an hour and a half uh early you know get get quite a few laps underneath my belt and couldn't get in and kind of like randy i'm like well you know i i've 
I know the track, but I don't know it in the trucks good enough. I'd go in there and just screw everybody over. So, oh, darn, I'm just going to have to go watch some Rick and Morty. And we still <laughs> had a very drunk Carl <laughs> running with us. And That's did funny. surprisingly well until he glitched into a wall. <laughs> Which, I mean. He saw lights on the back of a car behind him and pulled over. <laughs> Was it uh so we'll skip Wednesday picks because we don't know if we're gonna be running mid Ohio yet or uh Kansas. So next Thursday Kentucky. Kentucky. I know it was a K track, so uh Kansas was Monday night, so I was you know shooting shooting <laughs> to see. So uh uh so yeah, so we'll go with Thursday night. We'll go to New Hampshire in the TNT series. Uh I'm gonna go with Tim St. Jean. Tim's owed one. Or I won't even call one. that a dark horse. That's no. That's he's had solid. Mr. Consistency. So I feel that you know that's a track where you really you're going to need that consistency on the those flat bankings to be able to kind of pull through all night. So I'm going to go with uh, Tim St. Jean. Good pick. Yeah, Josh? No, that that's fantastic. Um, I think emboldened by this past week. I think we are going to see a res uh, surge from Blake Zidi. Hmm. You think it's, this is his breakout, huh? Honestly, he has that the yips pulled from him after finally winning a race. And he's been strong for so long. He's just ended up having that one incident a lot of times Carl's by Carl. <laughs> Poor Carl. I know. I He's been the butt of Poor all of my jokes, but he knows I love him. Uh, but no, I honestly, he's past the point of just pushing for that win. Now it's just relax and do as well as you can. And Yeah. I, right. That all and right. I want somebody else to beat Brandon so I can catch him in the points for the season. Well... I hate to say and it. I'm going with Carl. Brandon myself this week. I think Brandon, after a dismal race last night, I think uh, he'll want to. Well, I think he, back he came back again. up to with the fourth or fifth there at the end. Yeah. So fourth. I mean, fourth. you know, after that uh, little bobble when his teammate kind of gave him the tip uh, on that that little spin while he was leading, so he was able to make it back up. Uh, so, you know, I think that's what his lowest finish almost. So that's gonna be yeah, his, I think his, so. That's going to be one of his drop weeks. Let, let's not talk about the, the fact <laughs> that that's a fifth is one of his drop weeks. Fourth. Don't give him or fifth. Fourth. He got fourth. <laughs> yeah, I think Carl came fifth. Yeah, well, let's not talk about that. That's why I'm 33 points back once you factor in five drop weeks. But you're still ahead in the overall points. Well, yeah. Well, it's just because Brandon hasn't been there for two of the seasons. Well doesn't matter you'll become the overall champion that's that's the one that counts you get the yeah, turtle. i want that turtle lamp yeah you want the turtle lamp so turtle turtle all right randy so let's move to your wonderful segment here of trying all to right me and josh and all we're right. stumped yeah that's pretty much <laughs> all right so what what's this let's see how well you pay attention to your drivers that you're either racing with or you're calling 
sponsors oh, on those sponsors. cars. All right. All right. I have a chance. You have a chance. Like I said, I'm mean, this. Yeah. So, I mean, all right. So we'll start with few. So you've got, I mean, both of you guys have, you know, called these races. So you've watched these cars and you've raced with them. So, all right. The number 38 of Shane Theron. What is a sponsor on the side of that car? We ran a new sponsor this week. I remember. The yeah. White, what was on the side of it? I remember the white and red uh, chrome. Yeah. That's, you guys that's talked the about it. The thing is, I remember the chrome. It was a hometown track or something that you said, or it was a hometown local something or another. I remember you were talking about it. Oh. I didn't know, uh, but you knew about it, and then somebody commented on the uh, thing. Uh, this is what happens when you drink when you broadcast. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, by the way. Uh, I, I I don't remember it off the top of my head. I want to say it was a grocery chain. Am I at least kind of right there? I, you know, I, I, I'm not, sh no, I don't think so. I keep wanting to say Publix. No, no, it wasn't no. Publix. Because it was, it's white and red. Yeah. It had like a red and Oh, gold. I remember the car, the car design and everything about yeah. it. I just don't remember the Publix is green. Yeah. Yeah. We're giving up. Oh God. Yes. Okay. The cage. The cage. There you go. All right. I'm going to give you two of each one of these divisions so you guys have another shot. All right, Charles Brassy. Or Bressy. What is on his car? This one should be easy, guys. Are you talking? Uh, that's the 24. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bingo. See, I told you. Well, I told you I'd give you one easy. Yeah, Bressy. Uh, number Bressy, what 24. Name is Jeff Gordon. 24. Yep, exactly. And that's exultant. So, all right. And TNT. See if you guys know these ones. What sponsor is on Stephen Domney's car? Skull. Skull. He's got the bandit. Yes, very good. All right. All right. Before Derek Schilling ran the Coke car, what was his sponsor? dead because all i remember is the zipper coke car it stands I, out but that's yeah yet I, another sponsor i've you know ran with him so many different schemes i can't remember what his previous scheme for that one was because i've done the uh uh the camo one that he's done and ivrl the mm -hmm. the red one that he did and ivrl I don't, I don't remember the, the one before they did. It actually was Gatorade. You ran a Gatorade like car. Like the second you say that, like it specifically pops into my pops head. Pops in your head. Exactly. I know. Hate that. All right. So here's a, a question for both of you guys. Four drivers actually have Guitar Attic on their cars. Name the four drivers. Randy, John, St. Jean, and... Who's the fourth? Dan Witt. 
Bingo. Big exactly. Red. Dan Witt. Yeah, Big Red was the first sponsored yeah, car. Switch. Yeah, Big by Red the way, he's back. one of the happiest moments when we were getting ready to broadcast this past Sunday's race, when Carl realized that Dan was in the field, listening to him was like listening to a mid sixties girl talk about the Beatles coming to bet to the U S <laughs> or Justin Bieber coming to your town. It was adorable. And I'll admit it makes me happy to see Dan finally making his way back on. Yeah. I mean, he, he was on a yeah. hot streak right before he, you know, he, he took his little hiatus there. Uh, you know, he got a win and, uh, yep. You know, and then he kind of disappeared. And that's kind of like whenever I came back and, you know, I think I raced with him a couple of times and he was gone. So it's good to see him back, uh, back in the saddle and uh, racing with us again. He also gave us one of the most entertaining moments in a fun race when all of a sudden we just hear what happened to Dan. Oh, the back fell off of his chair. Oh, his, his yeah. wheel just and fell off. Filled his, and, no, that and was, he spilled that was his Paris. M&M. No, he did it this, this past Sunday off. or the Sunday before last. His, his wheel, wheel fell came off. His wheel fell off as well. So we can <laughs> finally stop making comments about Dave doing it and we can direct everything towards Yeah, so the, the last oh, race uh, Dan was in, Dan's like, he's like, dude, it's in my lap right now. I, I will try. I'm getting off the track. I got to go, guys. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> I was like, just turn the force feedback off, man. You're good. (laughs) All right. IVRL. Harvey Abrams. Which week? Uh, The one he's most known for. So he's got dude wipes and crown royal. Dude wipes. You got it. I was going to say, I even knew that one. This one is hard. How many times we've made comments? Exactly. I mean, yeah, we've talked about the dude wives thing. So, yeah. So, like I said, there's an easy one and there's a hard one. Ryan Cliver in the 11. That's not hard. The dude is a diehard uh, Denny Hamlin fan. He's got FedEx almost every week. It no, not that one. He drives another car. That one would be way too easy. No, he drives another one that he he drives a, a lot. The green one. Yeah, the only ones I remember seeing him is lately has been on Denny Hamlin's. I don't know the green one off the top of my head. I think Denny Hamlin actually uh, drove this car as well, but it's a, another one that he ran that had a different sponsor on it. So the green one, I don't, I'm trying to think of what Denny ran. No, he had the orange one with the offer pad. That's it, bingo. Green and orange. Gotcha. Yep, that's it. Yep, because it's half green and half yeah. orange. So, yeah, that's it. Okay, you got it. I forgot you're a Denny Hamlin fan. You should know. Oh, that. I'm not a Denny Hamlin fan. I just know the oh. paint schemes. Okay. All right, it's so uh, Sportsman. First one's super, uh, super easy. And we only did this because he watches the broadcast every week. So, Justin Anderson. He's the mailman. USPS. I yeah, make exactly. fun of him telling hey, him that if every... You, if you want to go back, he also ran the Miller High Life car before he or did, the truck yeah, before yeah. he did that yeah. USPS. I, did. I tell him every frequently that I'm going to take his scheme in cup and turn it into a UPS car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have to say something. Since he works for the United States Post Office, Justin, if you're watching, the people in Detroit can kiss my ass 
I have a guitar pedal I sent to a guy out there, and it's sitting in Detroit for over a month. They cannot send it back to me because the guy decided to change his address. I sent it to them. I had the people from this office in, in my town call them and say, send the thing back to me. I'm still waiting over a month. The United States Post Office in Detroit can kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm out $300 because of them. Everyone can sit there and say, screw Detroit to begin with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. He said, Justin said, talk to them offline about it. Oh, okay. I definitely will because I'm, it's, you call the people in Detroit and they're like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I don't know where it's at. You got a tracking number? Yeah, exactly. Somebody has got it at home. We've got a $300 pedal that they put back up on uh, freaking eBay and sold it probably. So, all right. The number 16 of Ed Springer runs a familiar paint scheme of his own. Which Which one? It's not the South Carolina one. Oh, we're talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy one? Root. Groot, very good. Everybody, yeah, the one that's my favorite. I was one. Gonna I try to figure that. out which one because uh, he did have the uh, the uh, tie dye one before. I was going to say the that was the South Carolina. One. Yeah, that's the South Carolina one. Yeah. All right, last ones in cup. William Klingbell in the eighty-three. Uh, what the, is that? Sponsor? I'm going to see if Adam knows this because I know this car way too well. Yeah, it's one of the default sponsors. Uh, starts with a W or something. Uh, I I can't remember off the top of my head. What Whiskey it is. River. Whiskey River, yeah. Whiskey River, and what is on the hood? Is it Whiskey River on the hood too? I don't know. I'm always either behind them or seeing just green. I don't pay attention to the logo on the hood. <laughs> All right, we'll just give you the Whiskey River. We'll let you have that. All right, Tim St. Jean. In cup? He dro- in cup. He draw- He has three different t- paint schemes, and this is a cup one. What? What is it? I'm, I'm seeing if Adam knows, because, again, this is another one that I... Uh, other than Guitar Attic, I don't know what he runs in the cup series. Oh, no, 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 the polka- white polka dot one. Um... Yeah, it's, the, it's white and a whole bunch of colors to it. I don't remember what the actual sponsor is, but I know the paint scheme for it. And the alcohol kicks in, and I can't remember what the name of the sponsor is, but yeah, it's the polka dot. And damn it. I just remember it's distinctly Canadian. Yeah, not necessarily. I don't remember the, the sponsor, but I know that uh, uh, it's... The rear end's white and kind of speckles and colors throughout. God, it, it, oh my god, I hate myself for not. I believe. Okay, it, I believe it's autism awareness. That's what I was thinking. It was it was autism? Yeah. Justin said Tim Hortons. No, that's Tim, his other car. Yeah, I don't remember which one. I know Mike I Burgess Rent used to run the Tim Hortons car. Yes, Mike did. Yes. Yep. Okay, guys. So you, that's uh, that wasn't that hard. Kind of threw well, your yeah, brain a little you, bit because you decided to do things that honestly I can kind of remember. <laughs> I remember colors and shapes. I don't remember the words. The words will get fuzzy. I could tell you what on a lot of people's bumper is, and then some people I've literally never seen. 
because they're a lap ahead of me. <laughs> I had the best bumper there was in the figure eight race. Was it my insert tip here? No, it was not. It actually was uh, John Moxley with the finger giving her. Oh, yeah. God, I, re <laughs> I remember coming up to that and be like, who is that? And I look, I'm just like, all right, it makes sense. It's Randy. But I, I just love that. Yeah. The finger giving you the finger. Go ahead and hit me. Yeah, sure. Screw you. <laughs> no, you were hitting everyone. Yeah, I was. Week. I was starting. I, I had my only plan in that figure eight race was just to seek and destroy <laughs> Oh, it was awesome just to see you, Randy, destroy everybody. <laughs> and then see Blake run around with his horrible racecraft and take out the leader, put him into the pits, and then take the He, he took him out, then flipped him. And he stayed there and made sure he flipped him over so then he could put him, he had the toe. And then when, when it, like, I think he was like 30 seconds back when he was flipping him. And that on the last lap at that too, so. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I have to admit, the figure eight race was probably the most fun I've had in a long time. That was and fun. And honestly, if you can find some 45 minutes tops, hit the official figure eight race because I'm no one takes to. it seriously. And oh my God, they're an absolute blast because if you actually want to do well, just avoid every single car on track. And Carl and I ran one together. He rear-ended me as I was avoiding traffic going by. And a lap later, his engine blows because of overheating because he <laughs> rear-ended me. Oh, no. And it was one of those bittersweet moments where it made me laugh. <laughs> and then I also felt bad because... He no, was not. like three laps. So there's no like no fast repair repairs or one any. fast repair. Okay, one. All right, I'm gonna have to do that. All right, guys. So this has been fun. It's just after seven o'clock or after uh, seven minutes after ten o'clock. Excuse me. I'm almost on uh, Al, uh, Adam's time over there. Yeah. So, almost. You're uh, what are you about? Uh, nine ten. Eight nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So. All right. So. Uh, like to thank everybody for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's been a fun show, to say the least. Got to uh, hear Chris Oliver go uh, 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 for a few minutes, <laughs> but we get we did get the gist of it for the most. So, so we'll see you, uh, I guess, Sunday night for uh, some cup racing at and Darlington. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Does uh, Adam you got any throwback scheme this week? Or I'm going to run my Miller Lite scheme that I ran the other day. So. I'm going to go with that, the old school BK, uh, Miller Light, or no, Miller High Life, sorry, Miller High Life. Cool. Awesome. So, from everybody here at Ghostfire Media, we'd like to thank you for watching once again on the Ghostfire Media podcast. We'll see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, from the world's most infamous beach, Dirtona. I thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. So long from the Sunshine State. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you for watching iRacing on the Ghostfire Media Network.